Welcome to episode 12 of Brews with the Homies. This is your host, Brews with D-Bro. On this episode, we got Stout Boys. I got Brews with JB with me. I got uh, Heron Brews. Are you guys ready for this special episode of Stout Boys? Yes, sir. We're very excited. We've talked about it, hyped it up a little bit, but the time is now. So we got the Horace right here, Cloudbreaker 2, barrel aged in the George T. Stag bourbon barrels, and it has vanilla beans added. Our second one of the day will be, you're going to need a bigger mash ton. This one, barley wine. We love barley wines here. And it's a collab with Mortalis. So we're super excited for this one. My boss already had it. He said it was delicious. And we saw hazelnuts on there. And we've had plenty of salads with great flavors, especially when you add nuts in it, especially hazelnut. We've had a few really good ones. So we're hoping it lives up to the hype. So fellas, what do you guys say we go into the first one? You guys want to go into uh, Cloudbreaker? Yes, like we have to because this is the one that, you know, was super hype. Cloudbreaker 1 was such a hit with Horace. Super, like, exclusive bottle. This one just has vanilla added to it. So that smells very strong. Cheers. Yeah, I love kind of that barrel smell, a little vanilla. Wow. That was very, very interesting. Like, in a good way. Yeah, right off the bat, when it gets to your mouth, you just met with depth, flavor. And the barrel on this is so smooth. You really get it on the end. Like right now as I'm talking, like when you kind of breathe it out, you get a little hint of that. And it's just for a barrel-aged beer, this is top of the line. You can just tell the flavors, the complexity. And I love how I can still just taste it without it being overwhelming or like, you know, when you get into whiskeys, bourbon, sometimes you... You drink it, and it's not smooth enough. It just burns yeah. too much. It's harsh. This is smooth, like relaxed. Yeah, it doesn't taste. It doesn't burn. That's yeah. bad. It's very smooth, very relaxed, and it has a little burn, but not as much. So, Heron Brews, what what are you thinking? What's running through your mind? This thing is pretty smooth, like really smooth. This is actually the lar- largest body beer I've ever had. Like you're just. Yeah cop with that mouthfeel just like super creamy it's like it's like it's definitely thicker than milk which is crazy actually it might be right on par with milk i don't know i haven't had milk because uh i'm lactose oh, yeah, intolerant so i mean i don't know it's, <laughs> it's a weird comparison <laughs> but that's what you imagine right kind of gives you that yeah gives you the same consistency of yeah. it's pretty much so before you guys give your opinions i looked on on tap so for this one, this one only has 13 check-ins. Yes. So with 13 check-ins, the average rating is a 4.84 rating. And wow, that's that's a high rating. I know it's only 13 people, but that's still a pretty, pretty high rating. Yeah, and for this one, when 
uh, Cloudbreaker 1 had 143 check-ins at 4.73. So in comparison... It's right on par. Yep. Wow, that's that's insane. Heron Brews, what you think? What are you, what are you going to rate this one? This one's got a lot of fans, and I can see why. It's, it, it's just like there's no offensive element to this beer at all. Like, everything just dances together it plays well together you know it's like a it's a world where all good exists and nothing bad it's this is great yeah i definitely agree so rating wise rating wise um out of five it's it's as good as they say it is Mm -hmm. it's as good as they say it is i agree with you on that one so jb hit me with the hit me with what you got and for me, it always goes back to that point. If people know, what I'm about to talk about is the barrel aged as above, so below for Mortalis. Blue Wax. Had this with my boss. Had the pleasure of sharing it together. He's had a few of them. I think that one has been the number one sound I've ever had. Really? So this one coming here with all these expectations and to have it and think back to that other one they're one a and one b i think this ties without any question because they're just they're going for two different things the blue wax is more i would say like a pastry even though it's barrel aged it really gives you the sweetness that cinnamon pecan maple there's just so much in it but this one it's like complex but simple, relaxing, amazing to sip on. And I appreciate both of them so much. These are top tier beers. This is something that it's a privilege to enjoy and can, have. Can I say, I feel like this is going to be one of your really highly rated beers. Yeah, for sure. So, it's what's the rating? Five. For sure. I think for me, Ooh. it goes right up there with the blue wax. That's Above, so below, it's a five. I could drink this stout always. Like, anybody so, has this, shares it, I would be like, I'm there. I don't care what's going on. We're going to make time. We're going to go have yeah. this beer. And let me tell you. It was worth every penny. I freaking agree. You know, especially for someone not, that's I not don't like stout. stouts like that. I, they're starting to grow on me. But holy cow, that was phenomenal. Man, it's just... I, I am really conflicted with mine here. Because I really want to say a five. Yeah. That was freaking phenomenal. So, I gave it my... This is my first out five. Nice. So That's impressive. That's man. impressive. And I just... I can't wait for the next one. I think this is something I'm always going to, like, it's going to have a special place. I think it's going to be, like, some of those quads, some of those triples that, like, you have had, Heron, some of the monkish, some of the old modern times. Like, I feel like that's what this one's going to be. Yeah, we'll, like, remember it. We'll, like, refer back to, like, hey, on the podcast we had this one, and that was just five out of five, fantastic, amazing, everything we wanted it to be. Because that's the thing that we talk about, too. Being with a beer that's 
so hyped, so much expectation, and you pay so much for it, it's hard to, like, okay, I need to keep my mind clear. I don't want to over expect from this beer. Yeah. But it delivers. You and don't so, want to set a high expectation because you're going to set it up so high and it's never going to meet it. Yeah. So for me, like, when you, you guys pitched this idea, I was like, man, I really don't like stouts that much, but I was like, you know what, I, I'm going to give it a shot because that's right as the time as I was like, ah, I'm going to give it another shot again. Yeah. And let me tell you, it's I'm glad I took this risk again and enjoyed it. Um, um, the next one, we're going to switch it up to a barley wine, which I think will be great. The artwork on this can, or this bottle, is phenomenal. It's just such a cool bottle uh, that yeah. makes it even better. So. No. That reminds me of Jaws and Shark Week. I wish we would have saved this one for Shark Week because I think that would be a great one to have. Hey guys, look, barley wine on Shark Week. Are you guys ready? Yeah, let's go ahead. Well, let's cheers cheers and get a little sniffs in. Ooh. Ooh. It smells sweet, desserty right off the start. Wow, I I was not expecting that. Is it me or does this taste almost like a soda? Almost has like a soda bite, but it reminds me. Okay, hear me out. Kind of like a cinnamon bun, like frosting, but like hazelnut. So it, it's like a sweet, little bit of malt, and like, but hazelnut. I get a little bit of the like, nuttiness. This reminds me of like almost like caramel ice cream. Yeah. It's very caramel so for me. Yes. It is very caramel. Yeah, maybe I, that's I, what I'm getting. I'm I'm it. It. Yeah. That was delicious. It's almost like a caramel cream soda. Yes. I, oh, okay, there. See, we're piecing it together. It's, caramel yes. cream like A creamsicle, mm-hmm. yes. That's where I'm getting the no, soda no. from. The caramel and the creamy, because it's... I've never had a barley wine like this creamy. This is... I love this. I... Wow. It's just wow. so... I don't know. It's so weird to have a barley wine this creamy. Like, you... Well, we've had a couple stouts that are creamy, but... This is like cream soda, like, it gives such a strong flavor, yet oh, wow. it's not offensive, like, it's enjoyable. Having these next to each other, go, I'm gonna go back to the style. Uh, I think if you go back to the style, it makes you appreciate it even more between both of them. Because you go from such a light, creaminess, yeah. like, soda vibe, to a mature stout yeah. yet still those complex flavors you can enjoy let's see I get let's a see what this high beer is about let's see yeah the body on these two beers is just so different yeah. that's why when we took that sip of that barley wine we're like oh, wait a minute yeah. it's kind of like soda consistency where it's super light yeah. flows and oh. Yeah, it, both neither of them are hyper carbonated. They're not like no, they're, no. they're not really carbonated at all. I mean, that's delicious. I th- this was wow. I if these two are like this, I can't wait to see what the next two are like. Yeah. 
Well, I think these are the two highest rated little bundle that we got, but I'm sure they'll still knock it out of the park. Oh, I'm pretty sure. But before we go ahead and get this rating down, yeah. I gotta untap check-in stats. Yeah. So there's 26 check-ins on this. With 26 check-ins, the average rating's a 4.42. So this one is not rated as high. Yeah. But I still think it's better than a four point four two. I, that's I, my personal opinion. Yeah. I think this is a solid four eight four nine. Yeah, I, I can't even argue that because how unique this. I haven't yeah. hardly wanted. Okay, when I went to Orlando, stopped by Angry Chair on the way back from Tampa. That barley wine they had on there. I'm just gonna check my tab so I could mention it. Was so good. Like I, I said it was probably top three barley wines I've ever had. But let me tell you, that one was like more of a stouty barley wine. And still appreciate it, still had amazing flavors, but this one in its own right is just so complex, something completely different. If I almost want to put it in a category of like a pastry barley wine. I don't think I've had that yet. I don't think I've had something so sweet and intricate on the barley wine side. Yeah. And it intrigues me. Maybe we need to find more barley wines. Maybe we need to explore and see what is offered out there from these banger style companies that just provide great beers and try some more barley ones. Cause to have that is impressive and I really enjoy it. Yeah. I, I I couldn't I couldn't agree more with you. But Heron, let's hear it. Let's hear this. What you gotta say. It's it's just great. Like it's so unique. Like it a lot of barley wines out there, they give you, like, their high ABV. They give you a little bit of burn on the back end or something. You know, like, this thing, I don't know what it is. It just, it's, it just flows well without sacrificing the flavor. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not too barrely. It's not too, uh, I don't know, like, boozy. It's, it tastes like a barley wine, and it is what it is, and it doesn't burn your throat on the way down you, you won't feel warm so don't drink this on a cold night you know but uh no this is this is great yeah and that's something you kind of mentioned like uh, has a little bit of barrel but people are saying they would love to see this barreled really barrel aged i don't know if they should though because of how great this is and how unique this is like people like they're Always want more. They right? always want more. And the thing is, this is a solid beer. I don't know why people are like, oh, they should be aged more. Like, dude, this is fucking great. Yeah. Maybe they should do it to another one, but I would like to see this one make its return. Yeah. Well, interestingly enough, I saw they did for an event, Horace did a second version of this. Uh, really? I, I don't think we'll be able to get it. I think it was only for that event. But... It was crazy looking. So instead of the blue label on this one, they had the red label, so it looked like bloody. Oh, really? Yeah. It was, look at right here, I'll show you a picture. I'll, this, it was called Sharknado. Sharknado? And so they added cocoa nibs, toffee, and vanilla to this. Oh, So wow. think about it. It's probably even more pastries, like doubled up. Does that, does that catch your sound, your sound buds here, Heron? I don't know. I just really like it not barrel to not yeah. have that flavor inside of a uh, 
a barley wine. Yeah. I mean, you know, you get some barrel barley wines, those are awesome. They add a dimension, and we like our barrel everything, you know, barrel yeah. adds something. But here I feel like, you know, this is this is great. You don't have to barrel everything. I mean, you're not, I mean, I guess you barrel sours and stuff, but sometimes non-barreled sours are great, and, you know, non-barreled stouts are great. It just, it all depends on what kind of vibe you're feeling. The non-barreled stuff, I feel like, are smoother. Like, this beer right here is smooth. Yeah, and that's something I was reading about, too, with that one I just mentioned. He did a small batch, and the reason why these weren't barreled was because he did the barrel-aged barley wine set, the otter set, that my boss got. My boss really enjoyed a few of them. There was like one or two that weren't his favorite. Still very good. He's just at that point being picky. There's two that were just phenomenal. But that's okay though, because people want this type of stuff, right? They want something easier to drink, and it's okay to appease the collectors, people that want that stronger because, I mean, we like it. Look at that Cloudbreaker too, phenomenal. But for this right here, I feel the Cloudbreaker too, as good as it is, five for most of us, it's a banger. You still can't give it to, like, everybody. It's yeah. the acquired taste. Someone needs to appreciate stouts to enjoy its beauty. They need to be exposed and have a few different styles, barrel-aged stuff to appreciate it to the maximum. Where this barley wine... It's such a good stepping stone. Like how good it is, it's universal almost. You could say like, "Hey, try this." This it's is good. this is more shareable and better to get somebody else on versus the Cloudbreaker too. I, well, that that's a good point there yeah. because I definitely do think I think this would be an easier sell than the Cloudbreaker. But I actually, so outside of between the sell the one to get to, you yeah. really think that um, that. The mash ton is going to be like one that you can share with somebody right off the bat, you yeah, think? I think. Or would you have to warm somebody up to get to it? I think you could do both. It gives you that option. Yeah. Definitely think people would be like, wow, this is really good off the start. But it goes back to if they appreciate it, it's another one to where it's so multi-dimensional, right? You yeah. can share it right away, or you can take it to a collector, and a collector would still be like, I appreciate this. They, yeah. I, ex I understand what he was trying to do. Kyle did a great job of putting these elements together, and they might say, yeah, I would love to see a barrel-aged version. Yeah, I would love to see a different version with different adjuncts or added things to it, and that that's why I think it's such a diverse beer at this point, and... One of my favorite barley wines, uh, the one that I was talking about and mentioning from Angry Chair was uh, Endless Roots, 12%er. That one had walnuts, coconut, raisins, and a couple other things. But definitely like the raisin, the walnuts, you got all that such strong. And I wouldn't say offensive because I enjoyed it, but it definitely hits you. Yeah. Man, that's delicious. This like eases you into it, the more pastry sweet. So... It's all about kind of what appeals to your taste buds, what you enjoy, and both of these knocked it out of the park for me. I enjoy them both. I'm glad we got to experience these together, and they'll definitely be, once we get the shelf fixed and up, and we can do a video podcast, these will be on the shelf for sure. Yeah, these are definitely going to be the ones to display, and I'm re really excited about that. So, JB, let's go ahead. Let's, let's kind of, let's announce... What we're going to have next week. 
Oh, for the other two staffs? Yeah, the other yeah. two staffs. So these ones are part of the same like collection from Horace when they released it. We're going to have two different ones. The first one, let me just get it up on top again. While he's looking at that, Heron, are you are you excited for the next the next two that we're about to have next week? So it's all stout boys for you know half of or basically the beginning of next month, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, it's gonna be real heavy. There was a one that you're talking about this Friday that you wanted to go try. This Friday. Uh, I shot of me. Astronomy, yeah, they got something going on over there. They got some adjuncts in there. I think it might be really good. We're gonna have to go down there and try it. Friday, yeah. Friday at two from two on. You know, okay, so, yeah. I'm interested. That's one of the other ones. Go ahead and mention it. What is so it? this other one that we're gonna have is the Ghost Hawks Grass. So this one is gonna be an Imperial style of coffee and hazelnuts. So another one right off the start, we're gonna have hazelnut flavor. I don't think it'll be as big a body as this one. Yeah. For uh, the top breaker, but definitely excited for that. And then the other one, pulling it up now. Oh yeah, Dustin. When are we thinking of doing that NBA one? Because I know we mentioned it last week. We're trying to figure out the date, so I'll let you. So I wanted to tell you guys, it's a collaboration with my good friend over there at Those Millennials Podcast, Kaden Classic. He uh. He and I kind of been talking about doing this NBA podcast for an episode for a little bit. And uh, we're going to do our way too early predictions. It's going to be happening this Sunday. So this one's going to be a little bit longer episode. We're going to talk about our way too early predictions for MVP. Who's going to be the top seed in the West versus the East. We're going to try to see who's going to be most of her player. And then... Hopefully throughout the year, this might be something that we do to kind of check around like All-Star Weekend and, of course, at the end of the year when all the voting is in and everything. So definitely got to be exciting. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for it. We're going to have some good action on there. That'll be a part of our longer series. Yeah. That'll be marked on there. So we'll definitely have that for NBA fans, people who want to know about sports. We'll still throw some beer action in there. But So I'm going to correct what I said. It was the Ghost Hawks experience. So this one, instead of the hazelnut, it's going to have co uh, coffee, raw coconut, and toasted coconut. Ooh. But it's a collaboration with Mastra Coffee. I know Heron's heard oh, about yeah. them, and, and he's a big coffee lover. Big coffee guy. So that one will be the fun one. And then the other one is Every Last Drop. Imperial Stout with coffee, aged in a toppling Goliath, 10th anniversary bourbon barrel. So that one's going to be aged. And it's going to have vanilla added to it also. And it's a collaboration with Toppling Goliath and Monster Coffee. Well, that sounds so delicious. So we're going to have two bangers to talk about and experience that night too. Dude, it's going to be a lot of fun. And you know what we're also going to do that night, Joe? You and I are finally going to sound off on the Golden Knights. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about we'll, some Golden We're going to talk action. about some Golden Knights action. It's going to be a very, uh, very interesting talk that we're going to have. For sure. And then we wanted to mention, too, because we kind of alluded to it in other episodes, uh, my interview kind of podcast with uh, Castos finally got published, so we'll definitely put that up on the socials. If you guys want to check it out, 
me and Sam talk about how we came to do this, kind of the introduction to craft beer for myself, and how Heron Brews got me into it more. And we just talk about the experience using Castos, how it helped us, how we just jumped into podcasting to grow this and see where we can take it. So we appreciate the support. We'll post that up. And I, I, I do got to say, I did listen to this episode. Shout out to my guy, Sam. We got to definitely uh, meet up and talk some cores. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Denver Champagne out there. We, we got to have Champagne some. Champagne of the Rockies. Yep. Champagne of the Rockies. I love it. So, guys. Before we finish, I got one one little surprise for y'all. Yep. We're probably getting some hats done. No. Some dad hats. Nice. So we're definitely going to get some done because I'm tired of looking at your UNLV hat on this golf course. <laughs> oh, there we're, we go. We're going to have Shots this bruise with the homies hats. Yeah. So when we're golfing, we got to wear it. Let's do it. Alrighty, well, tune in for this Sunday for the long episode of NBA Way Too Early's with our collaboration with those millennials. Please definitely like, subscribe, send send us your beer, tag us at BrewsWTH. Yes, sir. Please, we love it. Later. Later, guys. Thank you.